Hey guys, welcome back to this Just Complicated podcast. I am happy to be here. Um, I'm changing up my, like, my recording schedule a little bit. I'm trying to, like, create better systems because moving and getting a new schedule at work and just everything that's been going on lately has made it really hard to um like keep up with my old schedule I used to do like my recording and everything really last minute and then have to have Dawson like um edit my episode like Tuesday night and then upload it right before we would go to bed and um it I mean it worked I always did it but it like moving here and getting new schedule that last minute this doesn't it like isn't working for this season so I'm actually like planned this episode on Tuesday recording it Thursday and then I'll send it to Dawson after I record this and he'll edit it either Monday or Tuesday and then I'll still upload it Tuesday afternoon because he'll be doing it most likely Tuesday mornings. And then um, I will post it. It will be like oh, up to listen to on Wednesday. Um, but with that being said, um, I am going to change the release schedule just a little bit. I really liked doing Wednesdays, and I kind of talked about this, I think, last week, just how, like, that's how most podcasts do it, but I did do a poll on my Instagram. If you guys were part of that vote, thank you for voting. It helped me decide that I actually will start releasing on Mondays come the second week in August. Um, The first week of August, I will be down in Montana for my uh, sister's wedding Um, and I will still have a um, one second okay sorry about that Um, I forgot to turn the fan on out in the living room that like kind of deadens all the sounds from outside so that the dogs don't hear it and bark at everything so they are being a little, a little too rowdy, but anyways, um, so I'll still post us an episode that Wednesday, which I don't remember the date of that Wednesday, um, but then coming that next Monday, the second, second full week, of August, I think it's the 14th, will be the first Monday episode, because we'll be coming back to Tennessee that day, so I just feel like that's kind of a good time to start going into the new school year and everything. Okay, that that's my random thought for this week, is I it's just on my brain all summer long, that like, come like the end of August beginning of September is like a good time to start stuff 
because it's like the start of a new year even though like once you're not in school that's not the start of a new year at all like you are on a typical calendar year but your entire life that's how everything is associated is it the school year or is it summer and so I just feel like I don't know if it'll just take me a couple years to get out of that and then I'll be like in a normal year and like all my like siblings and stuff are out of school too that might affect it but like right now even being 21 almost 22 year old adult I still run my year like a school year (laughs) so that's my random thought my drink of the week um how I wrote it was a shaky shake um I think that's what my old manager used to call it um she had lots of fun funky words for lots of different things um but I am getting back into my coffee era um there for a little while I didn't drink like any coffee um but I have been really enjoying getting the brown sugar shake and espresso with vanilla and vanilla sweet cream cold foam and soy milk I think I've talked about that drink before but I just like sometimes my drinks go in loops and I don't I don't know I don't often come up with new drinks I just rotate my drinks which this summer I am really trying to um be better about that um one fun drink that we tried this week we went over to a friend's house for dinner and we brought drinks and um we made like um basically like frozen strawberry lemonades like um I don't remember what they're called at Chick-fil-a but they're like the ice cream and the lemonade mixed together but we did like um a pink lemonade with it with vanilla ice cream and then we made a strawberry puree and put it on the bottom of the cup and then poured in the pink lemonade frozen and that was actually really good um so we're gonna be talking about things I have learned from moving across the country And I think moving away even just a couple hours can be really beneficial from like your hometown or family or just like somewhere that you like grew up most of your life, like where you feel comfortable can be really beneficial. But even for me, just like moving two and a half hours away, which granted I moved two and a half hours away and then was close to Dawson's family. So we didn't like completely lose family. Um... But, like, moving across the country is really what, like, has catapulted, like, my, like, learning about myself, learning about God, learning um, about my mental health, learning about, um, even more about Dawson and our relationship, and even just, like, more about the world in general. Like, Montana is a very specific culture, and, um... Most people in Montana think the same way, which I'm sure maybe now it's a little bit different because there are more people moving from out of state. Um, But most people are like, as far as like views on the world and um, I'll say it like even like race, like most people in Montana are white. 
And so, like, moving out of Montana into an area that is more, like, just has lots of different, like, cultures and ways of living. Like, everybody just lives their life so differently, and everybody values different things. And I wouldn't say that that's necessarily affected the way that and the things that I value, but it's just been really eye-opening, and I've learned just a lot about the world or America, I guess, maybe not the whole world, but society um, from moving across the country and moving away from family where things were uncomfortable and we didn't know anybody and we just we had to fend for ourselves. So I have just a list of a couple things that I've learned. So um, me and Dawson have learned how to lean more on each other rather than on family because when we first got married we lived in the same town as his family and I love his family to death but it allowed us to lean on them more than it allowed us to lean on each other like I just remember like I would um later like after our first year of marriage thing like this situation got a little bit better but remember in the first year and couple months of marriage like I, okay, sorry, backtrack. So when we were engaged, I pretty much went over to his family's house because we didn't live together. We lived really close. Um, So I would go over to his and his family's house pretty much every night and like pretty much every Saturday and Sunday as well Um, and like hung out with all of them just all the time and so then when we got married it felt really weird to not hang out with them all the time and I miss them a lot even though they were only like like a six minute walk away um maybe even less if you were a fast walker I don't know um but needless to say then when we got married um I like tried to plan a lot of things with um his sisters and we were oftentimes would even just like come over more often than probably most um most couples go over to their in-laws um because we loved them we loved spending time with them and um but that allowed us to lean far more on them and their opinions and advice than me and Dawson working things out in specific situations not that we never didn't um, enjoy their advice or really value their advice like I really do value their advice and what they have to say they're very his parents are very wise people um but we leaned on them a lot and and same with my parents I mean even though we didn't live Um, we live two and a half hours away from them. Like pretty much every financial decision or financial struggle that we were like thinking about, uh, I would call my dad up immediately or anytime that someone said something to me (laughs) that really irritated me or something like I would call my mom and not that I don't do those things still now, but I've learned that I need to go to Dawson before I go ask for others' advice, and also to God before I ask. I mean, I should even be going to God before I talk to Dawson. Um, and that's something I'm still working on. Um, 
but we just have prioritized leaning on each other more and um, we're trying to talk and work things out between us before getting outside advice, which I think is really, really smart because marriage, you become one. But if you are leaning on everybody else, your marriage is you and your spouse who are supposed to be one plus your mom plus his mom plus my dad plus his dad plus the sisters and now it's this whole jumbled mess and it's not the way that God intended us to live in our marriage so that is one huge thing that we have learned um and I've also like we've been learning how to lean on God more as well like especially in lots of different situations like especially this whole ectopic pregnancy situation and moving and like moving from our house to this apartment um was a lot more challenging than we thought it was going to be just with everything else that was going on um so yeah like it has allowed me to grow in my relationship with Jesus so much more like now almost almost every single day I spend at least 30 minutes um reading like some sort of faith-based book the Bible, worship, prayer, like, I'm spending at least 30 minutes a day, like, devoted time with Jesus, and it has drastically changed my outlook on life and my attitude, um, but two years ago, you would never convince me to do that because I didn't have time. Sorry, I have the burps. I haven't eaten lunch yet, and it's almost two o'clock filming this because I wanted to film this before I ate lunch so I didn't have to like sit down and get comfy on the couch and then never end up getting up and recording the podcast so excuse my burping and my hiccuping and everything anyways um but I also just like couldn't fathom sitting still and doing something intentionally for that long because most of my life I've filled my mind and my time with stuff that makes me not think because I didn't want to encounter the emotions and the thoughts and my thought processes in my head and I'm learning now more how to um which this is my next thing that I've learned um and I'm still learning is to admit that I'm not okay and to be okay with that and that I'm not a bad person and learning to identify my emotions and speak them out loud because I've always been like good at identifying and then pushing down and not wanting to talk about it and now I'm learning that it's okay to feel those emotions and it's also okay to voice them and find someone to talk to that can help me work through them instead of just pushing them down um so yeah um Let's see. Another thing that I've learned is that life is a marathon, not a sprint. And it's okay to not have everything figured out, which is something I still have to remind myself of because I know that's true. And I know that I'm not like by age 25 going to have everything figured out and have my dream career that I'm going to work for 70 years, which who knows, maybe that is what you want to do. You want to work a career for, you know, the rest of your life but for me that's not realistic and I don't know what I want to do even for five years I don't know what I want to do um and I would say that's where most people are and 
that's okay. And even if you want to work the same job for the next 70, 70 years, that's a lot, um, 50 years, whatever, until retirement, um, you can still not have it figured out exactly how that's going to look. And that's okay. And I think that's really hard in our world where it's like, by this age, you should have this. By this age, you should have this. By this age, you should have this. Um, and if you don't, then you're behind and you better get figuring it out because otherwise you're not going to fit in with people and you're not going to like, nobody's going to want to be your friend because you're like, don't know what you're doing with this situation. And um, I think more and more now that's becoming not true and it's becoming more vocalized that um, we're not supposed to live life at everybody else's pace um and yeah that's something hard to come to terms with but it's something that I have been trying to remind myself of um especially because I just have been feeling like we're taking a step back with moving into an apartment and um like with the like losing our pregnancy like, it felt like we were taking a step back because that's something we were super excited for, uh, we felt ready for, and then all of a sudden it wasn't. And um, that's really hard. Um, I mean, that's a whole nother level of, like, taking a step back, quote-unquote, um, than moving in into an apartment. So there, it's just been a lot of feeling like we're taking steps back we're not and I have to keep telling myself that but like that's how like then what the narrative in my head has been and I'm trying to change that so yeah another thing I've been learning is to be more minimalistic and less materialistic and that one's really hard for me because I I when I see something I like (laughs) I just want to buy it Um, but learning that not everything I like has to be bought. Sorry, guys, there was a fly that flew into my face. Anyways, um, oh, now I forgot what I was saying. Hashtag ADHD. (laughs) Okay, yes, minimalistic. Anyways, moving into this apartment, um... Moving from a three-bedroom, two-bath with a whole garage for storage and attic space for storage where we could just tuck things away and we didn't ever see them. And now we live in a two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment that doesn't have any storage closets. So everything has to be out in the open or in the cupboards under the sink or under the bathrooms sinks but there's only so much room under the sink and so anyways with this whole process of having to figure out storage solutions I'm also figuring out that we have way too much stuff that we never ever touch like on a weekly monthly basis that we never touch and I'm like why do we need it then if we need something every one to two times a year We'll buy it. We'll just buy it. I think that's more practical than 
keeping something random around the house that we may not even ever need. We just keep it because what if? Well, what if, and when that time comes, we'll get it again. Because it's not worth keeping around. So, that's where I'm at with the whole minimalistic journey. Which, I don't think that we will go, like, so minimalistic that we get rid of everything. And we only have five shirts and two pairs of pants and one book. And, uh, like, that kind of stuff. Like, but there's things that it's like, we don't. We don't need... Um, all the extra decorations and it's like, well, once I get like my theme going, it's, it'll like, maybe it'll fit in. No. Or like, because someone gave it to you, you you should keep it and find somewhere to put it. No. If someone gave it to you or like you bought it like back in high school because you thought it was so cute and it doesn't fit in and you can't make it fit in by like painting it or whatever, then it has to go. And you can just remember that that was a very nice gesture from that person. And hopefully you said thank you and you told them how much you appreciated it. <clears throat> but it's been four years. You don't have to hold on to it. <clears throat> That's kind of where I'm at with um, the minimalistic stuff. Something else. The last two are kind of funny. Or fun. Um, I will now and forever be a maps girl. Back in Montana, I felt like I pretty much knew the way to everywhere besides, um, besides like if I was going on a longer trip, like longer than 30 minutes, I would turn on my GPS just so I could see what time I was going to get there. Not because I needed it, but just because I want to see what time I was going to get there. But like now, I, unless I'm like going to work, like from, like from home, or like um, to church, or like maybe a couple friends' houses. Other than that, I pretty much have to use a GPS to get everywhere. Everywhere. Even if it's somewhere that I normally go, and I'm like in a new spot from where I'm going to it though, then I like need um, the GPS. Okay, give me one minute. This fly and me are about to tussle because it keeps getting in my face and distracting me and I don't like bugs. Okay, my last one. And this one is fun. Um, okay, so we use, obviously Montana is in the north, right? And Tennessee is, I don't know. I didn't think Tennessee was really considered like the south. I've, I don't know, when I consider, like, the South, I, like, figure, like, Georgia, Alabama, Texas. And that was really it. But I'm learning that there's a lot more states that are have, like, the Southern tendencies. And it has been so fun learning basically an entirely new culture and just, like, the way that people talk. Like, in the North, the thing that you push around at the grocery store that you put all your items in it's called a shopping cart right no and the south is called a buggy and I just like I'm like crying 
No, not cr- crying, crying. Like, um, my eyes water when I talk about something that makes me happy. <laughs> okay, so I'm happy, t- happy tears. But anyways, I just think that it is hilarious. Every time I hear someone say a buggy, I have to ask them to repeat themselves. Um, like I have this one really good friend. I've talked about her a couple times on the podcast, Lexis. She, um, she calls it a buggy. And every time that we go out and we do something or she like is talking about going to the store or something, I'll ask her, I'm like, yeah, so what's that thing you push around? And she's like a buggy. And I'm like, it just cracks me up every time. Or just like the way that people pronounce things is just like so funny. Like, um, so obviously Nashville is Nashville. I guess the really, really Southern people, like people that have been in like Tennessee, like family, you know, like multi-generation family, we'll call it Nashville, but most names in the South, or at least in Tennessee, that have a ville at the end of it, it's bull. So there's like Shelbyville, uh, McMinnville, like, um, just, I don't know, I don't know why it's pronounced like that, but it is, and I just, I just love, um, all the like southern um southern phrases and accents and everything I just love it and like I had this one girl that I worked with at my last store in Nashville and um she um had the most southern accent and it like was literally the best thing ever like I just loved hearing her talk and I've also noticed the more that I'm around it, though, the more that I start to say certain words Southern, um, like drive. I say drive like that now. I just, I don't know why. I just, you just pick up on it. Um, what was the other word at work that I was thinking about that I sound really Southern when I say it? I don't remember. I'll have to report back to you on that one. But, um, yeah, I'm excited to um, go back to Montana and see people who maybe don't listen to the podcast on the regular and, um, like, see if they notice, like, just a slight change in our voices. Because we don't obviously sound super, super Southern, um, but certain words or phrases um, we definitely have started to catch on to because a lot of our friends do talk very southern like there are some people here that don't talk super southern because they're like from you know not from the south like moved here um but a lot of our friends definitely do talk um pretty southern and yeah it's one of the things that I've learned that I love so um with that being said thank you guys for listening in this week this week's episode was um fun I loved um thinking of just reminiscing over the last year we've been in Tennessee for a year and a month now and um yeah it was just fun reminiscing over a lot of the things that I've learned through this year of challenges and um fun adventures so um If you guys have been enjoying the podcast, please um, do not forget to give me a rating um, and 
review. If y'all write reviews in, I will leave them anonymous, but I will, um, I would love to read them. Um, and if you don't want to say anonymous, I would love to give y'all a shout out to, um, my main squeezes. I don't know why I thought of that, but once I thought of it, I couldn't stop my mouth from saying it. But anyways, um, thank y'all for listening in. Um, and I will see you guys next week. Bye.